Welcome to the Driven to Succeed Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Olson, and my co-host, Terry Torito. Uh, he's also a loan officer here with me at NAF. Um, you've seen him on other podcasts because he is part of the BBT Mortgage Team. And um, Terry, today we wanted to discuss a couple different products that we have, um, products that NAF ha- offers, but some other things that like Fannie Mae has changed, such as 5% down multifamily. And you know what is really common right now in the market and why buying right now in this market is a good thing, right? I get that every day. Thanks for, uh, it's been a while, haven't been on, and uh, I've been extremely busy, so sorry I haven't been around, and which busy can mean a lot of things in today's world. Um, but no, I've been getting a lot of, there's so many people who are like, I'm just not going to buy right now. I'm just going to wait for interest rates to come down. And I said, well, you know what? you got to look at all sides to this, especially, well, there's silver linings. There's... I have three clients right now, got their houses for 20000 under asking price, and they got 3% seller paid. So right. closing costs paid. Well, now, hence one of the programs that everybody's talking about are buy-downs. Right. What are buy-downs? And, you know, it's one of those things where obviously we don't have that crystal ball and we don't know when rates are going to drop, but we hope within the next couple of years, you would think, if not. I'll be standing on the corner with a sign in my hand, but um, is the buy down, which buy downs are great. They're, uh, you know, they're obviously only used for, you can only use them on primary and secondary homes, no investment properties. Um, um, but uh, the sellers have to pay yeah. for that buy down. No. So what is specifically is when we say buy a two, one buy down, what does that mean? Two, one buy down means is for the first year. So per se that you locked a rate in today at 6.7%. Right. So for the first year, your rate is 4.7%. The second year it is 5.7%. And then the third year through the 30 years will be your 6.7%. So, but we hope during that time that if rates do drop, well, there you go, you right. know? So what is the cost then? Like when we say buy down, well, I'm buy, I'm paying to buy it down. What is the cost? You know, there's a lot of different, so obviously there are products we have. There's a 1-0 buy down. There is a 1-1-1 one, one, one right. buy down. There's a 2-1 buy down, 3-2-1 buy down. Right. So let's say, uh, let's for an average on a 2-1 buy down, the average cost, let's just say 2.4% of the loan amount. Okay. Let's, let's break it down though per year. Cause what it really is, is you're actually paying the interest that two points of interest, that difference of the interest up front that first year and that one point. So you're just paying for that difference and it, it's subsidizing the payment is what it's really doing. So the seller is subsidizing your, your payment for the first two years. Correct. Right. So let's say that, that two years, that first two years that buy down on what, you got some numbers. I here. do. I, you know, I did some numbers on like, I did a $600,000 house because that seems to be the new normal. Um, but with that, so if you were locked in at a 6.5% rate, so that first year, your payment, you would, you would save $714 a month. Right. A month. Right. That's like $8,500 a year. So that's what that, that percentage of closing costs, that 3% you get right. from the seller is paying towards that 8,500 bucks. Right? right, yes. So if you have a $600,000 purchase price and you have a loan amount 
with 5% down of 570,000. 570,000. Yep. So you get 3% of that, which equals out to be what, 18 and some change, right? Yep. <laughs> so right. Now, right? now you have 8,500 that first year. And then the second year is going to be right around four. Second year. Yeah. Your payments for that second year then are going, you're a month, you're going to save about $366 with a yearly savings of like 40, let's just say 4,400. So you have that eight plus the four. So 12, I'm using $12,000. $12,000. Yeah. To get that payment subsidized, right? So now, instead of really feeling the effects of a 6.7% interest rate or 6.5% interest rate, right. you're, you're, you're getting a much lower payment, right? It allows people during that time, per se, someone's like, you know, they're advancing in their job. You know, hey, I'm getting a raise next year, a good right. one. I'm going to be there in a the year. I'm, that'll be easier to subsidize it, you know, yeah. and so on. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, it's not a bad thing. Take advantage of it because God knows it ain't going to be around forever. Well, it, you know? it, the reason why it's not going to be around forever is, you know, we are in this typical swing of this time of year where people went back to school. You got all the holidays. It's cold. You know, people don't buy homes. I mean, traditionally across the nation. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we talk about negativity in the market all the time. And one of the negative things in the market is like, oh, you know, right now people are, you are getting discounts. Like, oh, you know, th there's this crash and all these different things, right? If you just look at every single year going back the last 30 years, you're going to see a slowdown in the market in this time of year. Always. And, you know, I personally love it because here's why. I mean, for all the mortgage, all the real estate people, all the, that follow me, follow us, why do I love it this time of year? Because guess what? Our our buyers can typically take advantage, get some sales, get some discounts, and get closing costs paid. And, right. you know, it, it's tough, specifically the tough ones, right? You got the first-time home buyer that they scraped enough together to get 5% down or 3.5% yep. down. Sure. And it is FHA, in the springtime, they go to buy a house, and they're asking sellers to pay closing costs. Good luck. Right. Right? You're not 100%. getting it. So, you know, what I've been really good with is when I'm, you know, circling back to those people, because some of those people drop off, you know. And well, they get discouraged. They, they get, get, yeah, they're just not happy about it. And they're like, I'm done. I'm going to rent. Right. I'm, you know, and it's just keeping them informed. I don't know. It's like I said, right now, it's a guy argued with me there and he's like, I'm not going to buy. I'm like, think about it. I was like, if. Interest rates, he's like, if you wait for interest rates to come back down to a five, and let's say five and a half, that's going to be a feeding frenzy, a right. feeding frenzy. Guess what? You're going to have 13 offers on that house now. You're going to have to waive inspection on it, which you don't want to ever. Um, you're going to have to bring, let's say, 50 grand over asking where, guess what? Now you got 25,000 off of the price plus your cost paid for or your closing cost paid for. Guess what? You are in the driver's seat. Right. You know? Yep. And now you're not throwing enough, you know, you're paying $2,000 a month in rent. Well, you're going to rent for one more year, $24,000. Right. That's not yours. See ya. Right. So, I mean, needless to say, right now we can get that. We can get, you know, just closing costs paid. Just, let's just say you like, oh, I can eat that payment. That's not a big deal. We can, but I need the money because I don't, I'd rather have that money for closing costs versus putting my own money out there or taking some other loan program that high, has higher interest rates and so forth. You know, what I want to say too, even if like 
for agents who are like listing a house per se. Don't be afraid when you see that, because think about this. Instead, when someone comes to you with that per se, they're, they're like, they offer you said $600,000 for a house, but then someone offers you 24,000 off of the, off of the, uh, um, off of the purchase price. Okay. Right. Well, what about just say, Hey, we'll give you, what about 3% seller paids? Guess what? When you do those numbers, yeah. now the, now the owner of the house is going to make 570,000 versus 547,000. Right. So guess what? Now your client, you're making more money for your client. It's a win-win situation. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that, you know, I've seen that trend is let's not discount the house, but let's offer the seller paid closing. Right. Specifically because, you know, on a buy down, the, the client, the client cannot do their own buy down. Right. They can contribute money to discount points so they can buy it down discount points. And I can tell you what, you know, if you try <laughs> to buy it down two points, it's thousands of dollars, thousands it, of dollars. you know, yeah. it, it to even get it to a point. Right. So not you can't just quite there's points and fees. There's all kinds of regulations with that. But the seller can do the two one buy down. Again, it's subsidizing that payment for the first two years or even a one oh buy down. Right. You know, which is I have a client doing that right now. Right. You know, and they're like, hey, she's like, I am finishing my college uh, by the end of in fall. Mm -hmm. She's got her job all ready. So she's like, we're going to be able to afford that in a year if rates don't come down. All right. Just helps us for a year. And I'm right. like, hey, and a one oh buy down is, I mean, roughly, I think, like I mentioned, uh, it's 2.4 roughly on that uh, 2 one, but on a one oh buy down, it's like 0.8% right. of the loan loan. It's not a lot. Well, let's say, you know, that, that scenario you're talking about, that's $400 a month savings. Well, what can you do with that $400 right. a month? If you can, you double up somewhere else to yep. pay off other debt that you're on your way. Can pay you off do, that credit card payment. Eh, right. Yeah. Can you put it, at, can you put it away to make more money? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Right. Um, but I, I think the main thing is, is right now, and this is what, you know, the, you know, when you're talking to any clients that are saying, Hey, I want to wait till spring. These are what the conversations you should have right now. Yep. Yeah, right. You should say, well, Mr. or Mrs. Customer or right. whatever you want to, you know, <laughs> um, you, if we wait till spring, you know, like last year, if we wait till spring, we're likely not to get sellers to pay closing costs. Well, there goes the two, one buy down. Yep. Right. And there goes 12 to $15,000. But, and on top of it, if, cause if you, if you're in multiple offer situations, which that's what happens. I, I don't know when the last time, what year it was. <laughs> We didn't have that in the spring. Right. Um, you know, and every year is different, right? The last three years, it's always accelerated faster. Like January or December, we're asking, we're getting sellers to pay closing costs. And then like that same buyer doesn't get under contract. Well, you know, like, well, we're taking a break because of Christmas and everything else. <laughs> and then January 1st, they're out looking at homes and like, hey, there's five offers on the right. table on this home already. And it was, that's what it did this year, right? Yep. And you know, we'll, it doesn't take much, and that was at a six point five percent interest rate, right? You know, when people say, "Well, how can it be?" I mean, we're not lighting the world on fire on sales. Well, that's the biggest thing is that right. the inventory is the problem, right? Right, specifically here in Minnesota, right? Um, the the inventory issue, there the pent up demand, people trying to buy, and so forth, and it just 
you know, I this quarter I love doing loans in this because it's so it's so so much easier. But yep. and I also, you know what, and I kind of keep stressing to clients like, is it gonna be your dream house? Probably not. My first, my second house isn't my dream house. But guess what? I have about eighty to a hundred thousand dollars in equity in it. <laughs> Sounds pretty dreamy right now, doesn't it? Right. You know, so think about that. It's like a once again. You might not be able to afford a five hundred thousand dollar house. Probably can't afford a four hundred thousand dollar house. You know, it's stuff like that where, like I said, you don't have to live in this house forever. Start paying yourself first. That's where it starts. Yeah, yep. And then you know the existing homeowners. Um, I you know like to stress that the rental market is pretty good, right? So if you have, and that's the big thing, is like, well, why would I trade my two seven five interest rate? for a 7% interest rate, you know, God forbid an 8% interest rate, right. right? Well, at the same time, do you have equity in the house? Can we pull equity out to put 5% down on the new one? Can we and then do uh, rent on your current house? And it's like, okay, what's the rent in your area? Oh, well, it's a four bedroom, three bath. Okay, so what's the rent like? Oh, it looks like it's upper 2000s right now, yeah. right? What's your payment at? Well, we refinance, we're at a $1,700 payment. Okay, so you're, you're almost cash flow on eight, 900 bucks. Right. Now, what is the house going to appreciate over the next three years? So if you, can you buy the new house? Keep the old get one. A, get a company to do all the work so you don't have to. They can find the buy the renters. They can pull right. the credit on them. They can pay, make the payments to you. You just sit back. And, yeah, it costs 100 bucks a month or whatever it is, 150 bucks a month. Not a big deal, right? right. But if you do that, <clears throat> now you... A, you're taking that cash flow you're getting from that house to subsidize that new house that you're paying. And then likely- Because we get to use some of that money for income too. Yes. You know, definitely. Yep. So, so you can you can wipe out your PITI so, so of the payment. So that that basically wipes out that total mm -hmm. mortgage, right? And now you- At the max. I mean, otherwise you, there's different ways you have to calculate it. Sometimes you're a little bit less or whatnot. But for the most part, you can wipe out the PITI right. at least, right? So now you can buy the new house, non-contingent, you know, 5% down a few years from now, you know, when rates come down, you can refinance that new house, get the lower payment. And then at that time, when rates are coming down, guess what's really going to happen to your house? That value is going to yep. come up. So not only did you cash flow it for two or three years, right? But mm -hmm. now you have two or three years more of paying it down. So you have more equity. Yep. And on top of it, you have now additional value. Right. So let's just say, you know, that the Zillow says 5.3% is what they expect next year. Right. That's what it's been the last year. Mm -hmm. Right. And last, I mean, there was a year we had 16%. I know. I don't think it's going to be 16%. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> but let's just say you average, let's say on, let's just say you average 3% on 350,000. Right. That's going to be close to 10 grand a year. Mm -hmm. You got 30 grand plus you cash flow at 800 bucks. So you got another 30, you get like $60,000 additional right. at that time. Yeah. So there's ways to look at it, ways to talk to your clients, um, way for clients to understand like, hey, you know, this can be a good thing, right? You know, maybe you don't have to take a loan against that. Maybe you got a 401k you can do, uh, maybe get some stocks you can sell, whatever you can to put together the the 5% down minimum. You don't have to have 20% down for a second. 
for your primary residence. That's the other thing. You know, a lot of people just going into it, 60% of people out there, and it's still shocking. I get a call every day. There's like someone every day. 20% yeah. down. And it's like, no, no, that's not correct. Right. You know, well, it's my second home. I have to have 20%. No, that's not correct. Yep. Now, primary residence, 5% down. Yep. Right? Always. So it kind um, of brings us back to what we just heard too. And I'm sure they all heard about it, but I'm almost positive this is what you're going to talk about right now is, uh, you know, Fanny and Freddie's new 5% down. Yep. That's, that's exactly where I was going with it. <laughs> Good. So Fanny just announced, not Freddie, Fanny did. So Freddie used to have a program oh, called Home Possible yeah. where you could do a two to four uh, resident home with 5% down, right? But you had to keep your income below the AMI, yep. right? 80% AMI. Well, if you're renting out, you have to use that income as well if you're going to use that income to qualify. So a lot of times that would take people out of the qualifying. Yep. Because the, the house purchase is, say, $400,000. You got 5% down, but you got a rental income on the other side, You know, $2,200 a month you're renting for that side or maybe even 15 or whatever it is. You add that to your income, now you're over the income limit. Right. So now you don't qualify. Now you have to go to FHA, which... You know, that can be done too, but there's a lot of nuances with FHA and a multifamily as well. Yep. So Fannie, not wanting to, and I think they wanted to help drive multifamily sales because multifamily sales has been down, came out, no income limit, 5% down, period, right? Primary residence, you got to, right. you know, I've had too many people call me and say, hey. All these investors, yeah. Like, <laughs> these investors. I can are, do this with there. They're, uh, no, they're, no. They were drooling there. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. So you can't do 5% down as an investor, but you can as a primary resident. If you're going to own this property, you can do, and now think about this. If you can put together 5% down on a four unit, right? Oh, yeah. And you, I mean, you're going to cash flow that whole thing. Right? The whole thing. And then, you know, and your other down. place is paying you rent. You're not going to have to pay. Probably a dollar. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have a Hypothetically, I mean, I have, figuratively speaking. I have a client right now. You got to be careful with that because right. they can't go from like a $450,000 home with five bedrooms and four baths <laughs> and go buy a multifamily wow. and have a couple rental yeah. properties because I yeah. think that's a little bit of a red flag. Yeah, man, a, you're going to move out of this. I'll right. do a two bedroom duplex. <laughs> two bedroom quad. <laughs> or a two bedroom quad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's. Uh, Going back to college. Yeah. But, <laughs> is there mortgage fraud? That, I mean, but hey, that can happen like oh i'm going through a divorce sure i uh absolutely you know my kids just left the house it was you know i'm a single you know whatever blah 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 and it can be done we have a family who want can to you, rent can our you at legitimately yeah. say yeah. that can yes i mean they can't say no to it no. you just have to basically have to show that this is what you the are proof. doing yeah. right um <clears throat> anyway that's an extreme example but five percent down you know, to, I mean, now look at what kind of wealth you can build. And specifically, you know, I look at it because you don't get the, you know, the existing homeowners typically will do that, right? But first time home, first buyer, time home buyers for just a young, duplex, either just, single P people, young married just couples. Just a duplex that they, yeah. you know, trying to get in St. Louis Park, Minneapolis and South Minneapolis or something like that. And they're like, well, the price of the home is so expensive, but well, do you mind if you could, if you bought a duplex, rent out the other side? You know, now your payment is a lot less, right? Right, and now you can build wealth. And after a couple of years, you you know maybe can store all that cash, put five percent down on the next home, yep. next duplex. I don't know, 
Uh, <laughs> depends on what to do, right? And then rent out both sides of that one, really subsidizing, or maybe even a try or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, the the good news is is Fannie and Freddie are are doing different things um, to to make this work. So this starts this five percent down works um, will start November eighteenth um, of this year is when we can really we can fly with that. Yeah. So. That's my suggestion is like, if, you know, if you're an agent listening to this, you know, start reaching out to your clients um, and just say, Hey, talk to Brandon or Terry. See where they're at. Yeah. (laughs) Number one. Um, I was going to plug us first, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, these are options that we're going to want to do. There's other things like next week. So on the 15th of November, we are, we are offering a reverse mortgage class, Mm -hmm. a lunch and learn. And you know, what's in it for a real estate agent? Well, you know, reverse mortgage has had a lot of negativity over the last couple <laughs> decades, right? Because they came out and they they didn't they people would take all the equity out and then be left with nothing, and all of a sudden they have to like they would live longer, right? right? Well, so things that just yeah. would happen, right? So now there's parameters around it that you know it's way different now. But from a real estate agent side, or even as a buyer, what they can do now is if you use a reverse mortgage to buy a new home, right? Say, let's say you have a ton of equity if you've got a house all paid off and you're going to buy a new home You can, and you want to downsize. Right. You can still and not take all the money, pay cash for the new home. I mean, obviously that happens, but you can take that money and just say, hey, we want to live off of this too, but we still need to have a mortgage, right? right? But it's a reverse mortgage. So we're putting enough down and we're taking some of that draw, draw out to do it isn't there like i think i read it this morning there i think it was this morning when i was wide awake um 60 i'm throwing this number out there i think it's they said of all the homes in america are owned by a baby boomer right i think i it's something crazy like there was it was a crazy it's a a very very large so all these you know these people i mean if if you can agents if you can tap into that it's huge yeah. And, you know, a lot of homeowners, older home baby boomers, they don't want to necessarily, you know, you get you, you know lifetime in their house in their houses, and then they have to downsize, right? To do this, so they don't want to do it. I live in my house. They certainly don't <laughs> want to, you know, a lot and a lot now people don't want to necessarily move into assisted living unless it unless they have, they have to, to, right? And families don't want that. Obviously, going through COVID, they saw what happened. Mm-hmm. At, you know, some of these places, so. You know, now there's more in-home care, more things like that. So there's things to do there. So, but they just need to get out of that big house, you know, that big five-bedroom house, you know, because it's just, you know, grandma and grandpa, mom and dad. A lot. It is, yeah. You know, it's it's a lot to take care of. Right. So there's, a, you know, alternative, there's a lot of products out there that, that you know, aren't just the standard straightforward financing that, you know, we can do. A, you know, the other things that, and I'm going to hit on real quick is non-qualified mortgage. I mean, there's more non-qualified mortgage broker loans that are happening now than there there has been for a long time. You know, I'm really focusing on self-employed borrowers, you know, being an expert in this category of a self-employed. Like, okay, can we do a bank statement loan for you? Because, you know, your taxes show you can't make, you don't make enough money on paper to buy this house, right? Which isn't necessarily true. You can buy the house. You're, right. You know, you just have to show on taxes legally that you have all these write-offs. Well, in turn, as a mortgage lender, traditional Fannie, Freddie, FHA, VA, USDA guidelines, 
you have to use the tax returns, yep. right? Well, there's a lot of programs that we don't. You know, the bank statement loans and then investors, we have DSCR loans where you can just, you know, use the rental income from that property, right? Um, NAF, feel, does have, NAF does have more products than probably any lender. We just there. added 70 new products in the last 60 days. I was shocked when I heard that. It's a lot of products. Oh, that's a, that's a lot yeah. of products, right? I mean, how, how can you know all of the products? You it's, can't. You until know. something arises, until the question arises, you're like, I'm not going to answer that right now, but I bet I'm going to look into it and find something for you. you yeah, know? NAF cash is where, you know, that's what people really can't. There's a lot of times people can't get their head wrapped around NAF cash. Right. Oh, they're going to buy my existing house. One of no, the greatest no, products in the We are buying the house that you want to buy and cash. Hopefully, you know, a cash offer gets you a discount on right. it. And then it gives you time to market and sell your house and then move into the new house right. and rent it back until your house is sold and then finance the new house. Um, or maybe you don't even have a house to sell. Maybe right. you just are having a tough time getting a house because every house you're doing these turnkey homes that are beautiful and you're just having they're a They're up struggle. for a day, they're gone in two. Right. There's 10 offers on it. Well, NAFCASH wins at about 62% of the time. Yep. So, you know, again, cash, cash is king. And a lot of times you get discount on cash offers so people uh, like the easy close people like the fast close agents like it even more because you get paid off the first transaction right two weeks two to maybe a little bit after that that's all yeah. it takes i'm really excited because in our old company we use snapdocs for closing yep. right uh -huh. i'm super excited we got this now so here. happy and it looks like ron closings are coming next year 2024 so it's complete remote closings um so that'll help Obviously, I think, no, it was Brett that had, you know, people flying here from Washington to close on their home and, and then flying back um, said, now you don't have to do that anymore. But I did one where they closed at his house in D Detroit yep. months ago. They went yep. to his house and that yep. was pretty sweet. He was like, wow, that's nice. All right. Well, anyway, there's plenty of products, but we wanted to highlight these. Why this time of year to buy? Um, please like and subscribe. You know, reach out to us with any questions that you have, um, whether you're a buyer, whether you're agent, whether you're the other loan officer. Like, it, you know, there's a lot of companies out there, people moving around. Come talk to me. I truly have, you know, moved here to NAF in the last year. And like, it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing what we can do and offer and the people that we work for. Uh, I love it. And remember, uh, next Wednesday, um, the 15th, November 15th, um, here at the St. Louis Park office, um, we're doing a lunch and learn about reverse mortgages. So if you're an agent and want to learn, you know, either reach out to us here in the comments and we can get you more info on it, but it'll be at 1130 a.m. next Wednesday. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Thanks. Have a good day.